You're listening to episode number 344 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a twenty-four hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So we just finished season three, and the funny thing about it is <laughs> when the crazy thing that happens to Monica happens, Karen kind of had the same outrage that that I imagine any person who thinks in intellectually would well, when that was season watched. two wasn't it no no it was no, season that three. was during season th- wow that was a shitload of stuff that happened in season three but, <laughs> <laughs> but she um she she turned to me with the same outrage and i'm like don't you remember i said i'm not gonna say what it is i said but you know what the fuck you know and yeah. and that's i was like are you serious like, especially how far kidding? away Right. Like she flies forever, yeah. man. Be careful, yeah. you're gonna give yeah. it away. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I I, uh, and they, I know exactly what you guys speak and yeah. it is it's but again, and I know I say this always, I, I gotta come up with a new line to say, but it is the that show was just the most amazing cheesiness, you know, like like right. soap opera cheesiness, and I just loved every bit of it. Why? Because it took place in Vegas. If if that show would have been set in any other city, I probably would have hated the the, the show itself. Oh, of course. But because yeah. it's yeah. in Vegas, everything about it, I'm like, I love it. Just I, love it. I do have to say that, like, into season three, there's a couple of the characters that are really starting to get on my nerves. Okay. Um, yeah, as as their personalities are being flushed out, you know, as as happens over a longer series. Yeah, like w- there's there's a couple of them. Like when they get a storyline that's focused on them, I was like, oh god, right? We get it. Can't we focus on somebody else? But yeah, there's a couple that are. We we aren't huge fans of Delinda. There, yeah. Well, yes, there's her, um, but even Sam was getting on my nerves. This yeah, season. There, some of the characters. I mean, and Tony's basically described earlier the characters are one-dimensional there 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 isn't any great story arc that you're missing there isn't no i mean there's there's a there's a few things that tie back to when they were kids or whatever but uh, that's not what i mean what i mean is you know when you watch a, uh, a long series you get to watch a character evolve no 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 these characters there's no evolution these, these, these people are evolving <laughs> 
It really just is Vegasy fun goodness. Yep. And then it, every it so is. often with a what the fuck? Seriously? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> just like Vital Vega says all the time, his thing is about uh, uh, rumors and news and what the fuck in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right. perfect. Although I, I do like how... Um, Oh, and I should have I should have watched or remembered who the Twitter handle was, but the fact that Allegiant um, Stadium posted out something about you know who was the best residency ever in Vegas. Oh, that was. Funny. And a listener you know copied the three of us and said, well, wasn't it you know Duran Duran in, in season two of Las oh, Vegas? That's and that is amazing. I couldn't figure out who. I didn't get it, and I didn't go back oh, through and look at it. it oh, the, the tweet that he was replying to? to. Yeah. So it meant nothing to me, but <laughs> that is hilarious. That is. You know what? Hold on. I'm going to. That guy deserves a shout oh, out. Vegas because, by Monday. Oh, Vegas by Monday. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that was hilarious. Was, that is so funny. It Holy was. shit, that is funny. And I, I wanted to reply to him, and I just, I haven't gotten around to it, but my, my first thought that popped in my head, so I guess I'll just reply to him on the show, was, well, no, because that was only a one-time event, a residency, you've got to have at least a couple. <laughs> right. So that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, qualify. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, all right. How about we uh, start the show? He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Strip casinos on average got more than 60% of their revenue from gaming well into the 1990s. We got that from the book At the Sands. That's wow. a great book. So how is the book? It's really good. I'm, I'm about two-thirds of the way done with it. It's really good. It, it, it's, it's a page turner. I'd believe it. I'd believe it. That's amazing that um, they were still getting 60% of their revenue uh, that late. And, and, and particularly in light of the fact of what a small percentage or what a small piece of the pie prior to COVID gaming had become. Right. You know, to think that we've had so much of that transition. You know, you're saying well into the 90s. So let's just let's just say it went all the way through and included the 90s just to make the conversation simpler to, to keep track to keep track at as a timeline. Okay. That means from 2000 to 2020 in just 20 short years you know the the, the clubs and the wow. amenities restaurants and the restaurants and, yeah. all sprung up and took well, on and a I bigger think, piece I, of that i think what's happening with covid i think further demonstrates how uh, the 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 old adage that gambling is recession proof because despite what's going on, people are coming to gamble. Like they're not making money off of the shows and all the other things well, the that they now opened. make money off yeah. of. The hotels, they're doing anything they can to get you in there. No, that's an astute observation that, yeah. that gambling is a recession-proof activity. Oh, right. Yeah, because, yeah, that was my point. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just here to help you out, Mark. Thank you. All right. Tell me about the twit pick of the week. History gets me every time, especially when it's... That was weird. Suri just answered me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah? She has something to say about it? Oh, I don't know. I shut her up real quick. She's getting on my nerves. I can't. So I'll yell across the house and I'll go, hey, sweetie, and ask a question. And Siri will respond. Oh, that's awesome. I'm like, I didn't say Siri. I said sweetie. Apparently she thinks I like her. I don't know. <laughs> but she and I have, have had a rocky history, so she, she needs to get over that and knock it off. Right. Uh, history gets me every time. Especially when it's epic, and I'm pretty sure at Vital Vegas knows that. Look at the size of the former racetrack at Caesars Palace. I realize golf courses take up this much land and more all the time, but it really captures the imagination when you see something else in a similar scale. Today, this land is home to the Mirage and Form shops. 
If you look closely, you can see the Flamingo has its second hotel tower fronting the Strip. Knowing that will also help orient you. First of all, thank you for for the listeners. When you do look at this picture, uh, Mark helps out a lot by having us get an idea of where the Flamingo Hotel is to, to f- fronting the Strip to put it in perspective. I, I thought I was looking up the strip yeah. in this picture yes yeah but you are not you are looking across you are you are effectively on the west side of the strip looking eastward so that that is an excellent um reference to, to, to point out but but yes i can't imagine just how big that would have been standing there like how small you would look right right in comparison to that that was that was so much land and i guess it also puts in perspective because right in 2020 we can't imagine losing that much physical land to a a a racetrack right. knowing that we can currently fit all of the forum shops and mirage on in it, it right yeah yeah exactly it's just it's it was it was massive but well, it was also so cool to get to look at how it. often would they use it i mean that's the other thing you've got that's all this land question. tied up I, don't know. I mean at least with golf courses i mean you can get people on them every day yeah i mean and out here you can golf year round so right. i mean that to me makes a little bit more sense how often do you actually have cars running on this track and especially right. that type of a track i don't know i don't know this was I in would, 1981 oh wow oh, that doesn't seem that long ago yeah. right oh Oh, I know. <laughs> like, hey, I was alive during that time. <laughs> exactly. It kind of makes me sick to my stomach to think the older I get, these eight, these years that they reference, I'm like, oh no, I was, I was around. I was either. Ne- you know, well, I, think about I, it. Next year, next year, people that were born in the year 2000 will be legal to drink. Uh, That's wild. Put that into perspective. That is wild. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Oh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Karen. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm ahead of you. I'm ahead of both of you guys. So if you think you feel old, imagine how I feel. <laughs> That's why I love hanging out with you two. I'm always the baby in the group when we're together. <laughs> in more ways than one. Oh, <laughs> that was well-deserved. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog and featured on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. Okay, so reoccurring theme. There was a South Point shooting. Let's hope uh, we have a, a narrative here that will direct itself to correcting all of these these stories. So we don't have to report any of this shit again. Keep reporting it. Anyway. Knock on wood. Yes. It was reported that a white male who appeared to be homeless fired a gun in the air near the valet area of South Point. When security responded, the man pointed the weapon at guards who in turn opened fire, killing the man. The entire incident was captured on surveillance. It's still unclear why the man was at South Point. Oh, I didn't mean to make it sound like that. <laughs> That's awesome. When I first read it, I'm like, well, where should he have been with it? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't really why like would you go to South situation. Point? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Sorry, South Point. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that is that is too bad to hear that there is yet another shooting. Although this one, and, and I, I'm not... I'm not making excuses or downplaying it, but it, it's unfortunate that this is a situation where it was somebody who I assume had some sort of yeah. mental health problem. Yeah, right. I would think um, so. 
so that's it's too bad that that this happened to him but it's it's scary that this is happening so frequently out in vegas battleborn pins are disney quality enamel pins of vintage vegas icons the ever-expanding collection includes this week's featured pin the riviera all can agree the beloved property had seen better days they were banking on new developments in the area to help improve business instead the las vegas convention and visitors authority for the second time in history, purchased a Vegas hotel casino and imploded it to make way for a parking lot. The landmark was the other. Both plots of land are now under development for an LVCVA expansion. The Riviera's implosion cost the Strip another visual icon in the cylindrical tower signage, captured by Battleborn pins as only they can. This Battleborn pin will only cost you $10.00. But 360 Vegas listeners can drop that price another 20% when they use the promo code 360. Just go to battleborn.shop or go to our blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, and click on the banner ad for Battleborn pins. Okay, tying in then, I guess, to the overall theme that we're talking about, why don't you tell us about the Cosmopolitan Curfew? In response to the increase in violence on the Strip, Cosmopolitan has instituted some security measures. Starting every one Friday, starting every Friday and Saturday from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., only those staying at the property have reservations to restaurants, or our rewards members will be allowed entrance to the property. All guests will be checked in with a metal detection wand. Specific doors will be designated for entry and exit. I don't have a problem with this at all. I'm like, yep, you should be doing this now. Well, yeah, also, especially since, you know, we are rewards members, so we could go if we wanted to, so it doesn't affect us at all. I know. I I love every time they, and I say this sarcastically, whenever they talk about, like, we have this new restriction that applies to almost no one. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, absolutely. And so I have, I have kind of like two questions with this. One of them, I think you and I, Mark, talked about before is, okay, so are they checking at the parking garage too? Yes, this is it's a great point that Karen brought up. Explain. Well, just, okay, so if you're not staying there, uh, you don't have a dinner reservation, but you're a local, are they checking you as you're pulling into the parking garage to, right. They've to gotta see be one of those things? to check people. Right, and then then if, let, let's say they don't let you in, now you've got a, a pissed off person in your parking garage who might do God knows what because you didn't let him in. <laughs> so that's just a, you know, a thing I was wondering. Mm. You know, inquiring minds want to know, hey, maybe we just take a drive down there tonight after recording the show and just see what happens. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> and then the second thing is, how do they know for sure that you have dinner reservations? Uh, because you could just see. walk up to a door and be like, no, yeah, I've got, you know, reservations at Scarpetta or, at, you know, Beauty and Essex. Unless they've got like the list of reservations, I doubt. So I, I don't. I don't. I doubt that they're creating this level of a bottleneck. I think if anything, it's more like, hey, for the record, we're gonna wand all of you down for weapons when you come in here. Absolutely. We're, we're gonna we're gonna give you all these things that we're gonna say we're gonna do. But honestly, we realize that that we can't do all those well, things. And if you have a rewards card, wand all of you. Yeah, I mean, if, as long as you have a rewards card, you can get in. Right. Which I You're would think, clearly a sane individual if you have one of our rewards cards. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Not that you want to can afford to gamble on anything but slot machines there these days. Right. I bet. So, Karen, your observation or question about the dinner reservation comment uh, was the kind of focus of my comment for for this one which is to say my concern would be because it didn't occur to me that that you would just say hey yeah i've got 
dinner reservations at Scarpetta and they'd be like, okay, sir, welcome on in. I would think they would want to see, you know, maybe like your open table reservation or your, your email Email confirmation confirmation of if, if that's how Scarpetta does it. And you show them that. But my real concern about that is how many people go, oh, you're right. I do need dinner reservations to get in. Hold on. Boop, 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 boop. I've got reservations. They have no intention of actually using those dinner reservations. And then Scarpetta is locked out of letting legitimate folks in because people are taking up dinner reservation spots just to get into the casino. I know that's a lot of time and thought to put into it, but it's a workaround. It would be, yeah. That's a clever one, for the record. It it would be a lot of effort to do it as a workaround, but yeah. It seems to me that this almost, this one, this this dinner reservation and and, and having a a player's card and whatnot is, is a little overkill. If you're going to wand people as they come through, to me that, I guess I, I feel much more safe knowing that you're wanding people as they come through the door versus not wanding the asshole who shows his player's card right, or his right. dinner reservation <laughs> walks by, right? So Well, no, they're doing bag checks and everything. So, I mean, that's all well, part of it. Yeah, well, they just won't, you don't even have a chance to get in unless you meet one, supposedly meet one of those type right. criteria. That, that seems strange to me, that, but but it is what it is. We'll, we'll move on. We've belabored this one, I guess. Uh, <laughs> although I, one last comment is to say, how awesome would that be if you guys start live tweeting about Cosmo and being able to get in through the parking garage tonight before the podcast posts. <laughs> so people have no idea what you're like. It's a true teaser to the podcast. Like, what the hell are they talking about? Well, I go have to listen to the podcast to find out. There'll probably be more likelihood that that'll happen tomorrow just because like it's Friday and it, for me, at least it's after a week of work and, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I, I don't want to go out. I'm good. I'll just, we're just going to hunker down at home, but there might be a chance of it. You know, I'll, I'll think about it for tomorrow. <laughs> well, while you're thinking about it, let's talk about the new Lake of Dreams. Eater Vegas reported on the win unveiling of their new Lake of Dreams show redesigned by choreographer Kenny Ortega, the man who was responsible for the original show. The change has been in the works for the last three years. So returning after COVID show restrictions were relaxed. is just a coincidence. Changes include without getting into details, emoji orbs, uh, uh, just enough to, to whet your appetite <laughs> or to have you go, what the fuck is going on? Probably the latter. Yeah. Uh, changes include emoji orbs, 28 foot tall songbirds, a space figure orbiting the water and an MC created of light who flies over diners. Good news for fans of the 30 foot singing frog. He's staying with the production after an upgrade, including a new look to resemble Frank Sinatra. This is the first time the show has had a major reimagining since it opened 15 years ago. This, just as you're describing it, makes me think like this is like an acid trip. Yeah. Lake of Dreams has always been weird to me. We've never, we hadn't seen it, the show. I mean, mean, I've seen it online. Yeah, but we've never seen it in person. Yeah, in person. I've always kind of gotten that impression that the Lake of Dreams is is like you've got your pirate show and you got the volcano and those are all, you know, to the masses. You're like, oh, that's really cool. And right. then you're like, oh, there's a free show over at, uh, at Wynn. And you're like, what the fuck did they just subject me to? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. You ever seen the Lake of Dreams show, Tony? I have. I've seen it twice. Um, as a matter of fact, the first time I ever got to see it was when I took my uh, then girlfriend, my wife, to it and proposed to her 
So we were having dinner at uh, SW, and we were outside on the on the terrace area. And um, and when I this is awesome. I think I've told this story on the show before, but for new listeners, it'll be new to them. When uh, so I I proposed to my wife um, between dinner and dessert. And I pulled the, 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 the box, the, the ring box out of my pocket. And I, you know, I'm saying kind of these words, you know, I'm, I'm talking to my wife, you know, we, we're so good for one another. And this, you know, we've known you each had, other. You for so convince long, her. And Give her all the reasons why first. <laughs> exactly. She says you got to sell her on it. And, uh, and that's when I truly present the ring, open the box up and ask her, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. And literally, as I'm putting the box in front of her saying, will you marry me? The waiters come by and shove our desserts beneath our hands, <laughs> beneath our nose, right in front of us. <laughs> they right? didn't notice totally, that you were proposing? Totally ruining. And my wife just looks at it and goes, the box is upside down. <laughs> <laughs> so the ring is actually, you know, thank goodness it's wedged into, you know, right. a little flat there in the box to, to hold it in place. Um and it, like it was just it's it's such a fun story now to tell nine years later that right. that that the, the, the you're right you would think that SW the, the servers of SW right. would have been a bit more on the ball uh, and aware right. of what yeah, was happening yeah, aware of what's going on around them right um, and so and, and I'm like you meet I'm like what the only thing I have to say oh, the, I ask you to marry me and all you can say is the box is upside down <laughs> <laughs> she kind of chuckled she goes I, she goes of course of course I'm going to marry you and I will marry you she said but please understand everything that was going on at once you're yammering on and I've had drinks so I'm not really listening to what you're saying <laughs> Then all of a sudden, out comes an upside down engagement ring in front of me with my cheesecake. <laughs> she, said, <laughs> she said it was just it was a lot to try to take in literally all at once. So And so the first uh, thing that popped into her head was what came out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it was the, your box the box. Box is upside down. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Uh, but yes, yes, I, I, I've had, I've seen it twice. Um, I've seen this newest uh, show that they're that they're talking about here with the uh, effectively what they've done is they've added a um, a fedora to the to the frog. Right. And right. I, either they added a cigarette or they kept the cigarette uh, that he smokes on. You know, in kind of in between like lyric breaks in the song. Right. Um, and the the little uh, emoji uh, orb. Uh, or the, excuse me, the space figure orbiting around the water kind of comes out and does a little MC thing. And then their lights, it's, it, you know, listen, it's, it's a cool event. You're going to pay through the nose to right. get to see it unless you're having drinks at parasol down. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's, it's a wonderful restaurant. We've eaten at both SW, which is the steakhouse as well as, um, I think it's called Lakeside, which is kind of more of the fish side. It's still, it's still a steak and fish place, but it's, it's whereas there's no fish option at SW, there are a number of fish <laughs> right. options. So absolutely, absolutely worth doing it. I would recommend it to anybody. Moonshot.com is the place where you can get your favorite vintage Vegas shirts. Incredibly comfortable to wear, available in male and female cuts, multiple colors and sizes, reasonably priced, and cool as hell. Options include this week's feature property, the Sundance. It's safe to assume that many of you aren't familiar with the Sundance at least not by that name. It only existed as such for seven years, 1980 to 1987. You most likely know it by its other incarnations, Fitzgerald's, which it was known from 1987 until 2012 when it became known what it is today, the D. 
more than just another hotel casino in Las Vegas. The Sundance significance in history is that it was the last hotel casino Mo Dalitz ran. It's also the last casino on Fremont Street built from the ground up up until its current owners decided to build Circa. This and dozens of other vintage shirts are available at moonshot.com starting at $27. Use the promo code 360Vegas, no spaces, and save an additional 15% off your order. Just go to moonshot.com, that's M-0-0-N-S-H-O-T, or go to the blog 360VegasPodcast.com and click on the banner ad for moonshot.com. Oh, I was a little concerned about this story, but we're, we're cool. Bally's brand was bought. After spending $25 million to become the new owner of Bally's... I almost, I almost said air conditioning. Bally's Atlantic City. <laughs> <laughs> Hedge fund investors. So in Vegas? <laughs> what did you say Bally's uh, air conditioning? Because I've got it listed as Bally's AC in front of me. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, hedge fund investor So Kim bought the rights to the name Bally's from Caesars Entertainment for $20 million. Plans are to rebrand the 11 other casinos owned by Kim's Twin River, Twin River Worldwide Holdings. It's easy for you to say. Right, to Bally's. The purchase will not require Caesars to rename Bally's Las Vegas. Yeah, they've got a perpetual lease right. for the name. So. I wonder if they're going to bother to keep it then, because, I mean, clearly this guy's trying to brand. Uh, I, I, my bigger concern with this is that now Bally's is kind of moved to the front of the list of a property that Caesars might decide to sell. See, I can't, since they're connected internally. I agree with, with Paris. Paris. I can't, I completely I can't agree. see why anybody would want to buy one without the other. And it's, it's just weird what Caesars is doing because so, you know, they bought William Hill, but now they're selling off the rights to the Bally's name to like raise some cash. It's just, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. I hope they don't. I, I agree with Mark. It seems, it seems strange to me that they would sell off a, a casino that's connected internally to another Caesars or Eldorado owned property. Uh, but it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. But TBD on what will happen. As as, people, as longtime listeners of this podcast know, or folks that have ever come out to the 360 Vegas vacations, uh, my wife is a huge fan of Bally's. Um, yeah. And, and so are we. I, I, as a matter of fact, I, I'm sorry. If I talked about this on the podcast already, I had a coworker the other day that asked me where to stay, and I recommended Bally's. Did I tell you about this? No. I think, I think you I, mentioned it. I don't think so. Just Keep briefly, I, I, I told her, she said, you know, I said, the reason my wife likes it, I said, we go, we stay, I said, as long as my wife wants to go to Vegas, I'll always go to Vegas. So if she says we're staying at Bally's, she's gets no, you know, she'll get no argument from me. I said, but I told my coworker, I said, the reason why my wife loves it is because when Tony uh, ends up drinking hard alcohol and is down for the count by say nine or 10 o'clock PM, but my wife is drinking light beer. So she, you know, she can marathon, you know, an entire evening. She feels totally safe being alone on the, uh, on the Bally's casino Mm -hmm. floor Mm -hmm. that if God forbid anything happened or she didn't feel safe, she knows where, you know, front desk is. She knows where security is. She knows how to get to the elevators to get back to the room. And my coworker said, Holy hell, that literally is my husband and I. I will stay on a casino floor and keep gambling and sh- and he'll go to bed without me. She said, if that's why your wife likes it, she goes, that 
will almost be a guarantee where we stay. Oh, that's cool. So, you know, it's awesome that it's a part of the Caesars family, and that's why I hope it will continue to stay in the yeah. Caesars family. Oh, I, I hope it does, too. Don't get me wrong. It just, it, it seems like... If you've already sold off the name, why? That's keep what the makes me think that they're going to rebrand it at some point. Like they don't have to change it, but why wouldn't you change it to something that? Yeah, but I, that I you own, and I'd have to look at like find out the details of what that perpetual lease is. But yeah. they probably just got it number one, so they didn't have to mess with re- rebranding. Because think Maybe. about it, I don't know why Caesars would want to. Because you're not just going to change the name without doing something to the hotel to make it seem different. You know, like they did with Cromwell. I mean, they they changed that and wow. you can rename it then because now it's something completely different. And I don't know how you I, I couldn't see them just slapping a different name. I could see it. I could see it. I could see it if they did particularly if they wanted to make it an El Dorado casino. Oh wow, I didn't even think of that. Oh that's a bad idea. But it would make sense. It's their brand, and now their brand is on the strip. Well, not anymore. They're Caesars. Well, but it, well, it's fair enough. But it's it's a brand they own. Is the point? Speaking of when an encore, the encore is closing, sort of. In response to the reduction in demand, Wynn Resorts has decided they will close Encore completely Monday through Wednesday indefinitely. Wynn will continue to remain fully open. No word how this will impact layoffs. The poker room at Encore has temporarily moved to win. And it's not a room. It's just out in the middle of the casino floor. I know, right? Which is kind of weird. <laughs> like the walls are invisible, but it's a room. Trust us. Yeah. Well, and this is, I, I find this interesting because versus what Palazzo did, right. where the hotel is closed mm-hmm. during the week, yeah. they're closing the entire building. I mean, everything, the casino, the restaurants, everything is shutting down from noon on Monday. seems extreme to me because another one, that's that's another building that's connected internally. Yeah. They'd have to, I mean, they're going to have to separate it off. When Paris and uh, when Bally's was still closed and Paris was open, like that was a weird man-made wall blockage. I never saw that in person. I didn't, I didn't go check that out personally, but yeah, this would be a similar situation. It's, which I think which is so unfortunate about doing that is, listen, I can I can get closing down the restaurants. Right. And frankly, I could even I, I'd say I even get closing down the table games. But <clears throat> the slots in the video poker require no uh, actual human that you have to pay. Right. But so, they still require um, sanitation. You're still going to have uh, oh, to have right. the uh, yeah, the waitresses. Right. You're still going to have to have security. You're still going to have to have. So it's it's not the running the game itself. It's that's true. You know the people to to actually run the floor. Oh, okay. That you, you make good points, Karen. Well, thanks. You make good points <laughs> every so often. And then finally, right? Every you know what? Blind squirrel and all that. Uh, <laughs> right. Tell me about the boring expansion. Just as predicted. Now that the monorail's non-compete is out of the way, the Elon Musk Boring Company has proposed a massive expansion to the project to include basically every place that you would like to go in Las Vegas. The highlights include downtown, Allegiant Stadium, and every casino on the Strip, as well as the airport. While there is no word if they will receive approval for the expansion, there is no reason to anticipate any other outcome. I, I'm 
I'm beyond thrilled about this. You know, I, I kind of worry that Elon Musk might be suffering some sort of mental health challenges these days just <laughs> from kind of his crazy behavior and, and Twitter posts and whatnot. But right. conceptually, what he's doing seems and, and maybe that's it. Maybe what's the phrase, something like a a, a crazy genius or something is, is the old right. adage. And maybe that's the situation is he's just he's just a crazy genius. And this well, seems so long overdue. Well, and, and this is something Frank, Vegas has been asking for forever is like, we need we a need new a way to, to, to transport yeah. people. Uh, like we have too many people coming to visit. We can't just move them on the strip. I mean, think about it. They were talking about shutting the, the strip down, the whole strip down, mm-hmm. you know, that that might be something we have to do. Well, this is at least a temporary, you know, stopgap to say, Hey, you're going to be able to travel a lot of these people underground. Right. I agree. I can't wait. I hope this. I, I I hope it happens. And, and as you aptly point out, there's no reason to anticipate that it won't happen. No, it's they were they were so thrilled to get in bed with Elon Musk and the idea that <laughs> that yeah. other properties were were like, oh hey, can you build us a station? Can you build us a station? Right. Like, hey, why don't we build everyone a station? <laughs> you get a station, and you get a station, <laughs> right. and you right. get a station. Well, and if he's smart, and and he clearly is, if he's smart, he's probably like, yeah, I'll build you a station, but you're gonna have to foot the bill on a portion of this, right, right, to help offset his expenses. Right, right. So he's making the long-term money off from the people riding it, but he's ab- able to offset some of those initial building costs by getting the casinos to chip in to build to their location. It just, I mean, I, that's obviously complete conjecture that that's what he's going to do, but... Right. I just, my, my one thought of caution with all of this is l- let's wait and see to when you know this first set of tunnels opens and how well it works because there's that's not going to be how it's going to (laughs) work no uh, but but for me the one concern is okay so just the convention center folks right these aren't set up like train cars they're like car cars which means you only get certain number of people in them and so depending on they're not like car cars they carry many people yeah but not not as many as like a train does. I just I want to see how this whole thing actually works. They said is what something I'm about they expected 120,000 uh, to go through per hour, which would be wow. impressive. I mean that if they can do it, that would be very impressive. That would be my only watch concern. Me, watch me just put the comma in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my only. I love the idea of this kind of cutting edge public transportation yeah. in Vegas for all of it, man. Think about it straight from the airport, right to yeah. your, to your resort. Any of these major places you want to go to, you, you want to walk it? No, fuck it. Let's, let's hop on. And, the, and uh, yeah. And just think about the, the congestion that that's going to relieve right on the strip. I mean, right. not having to take a cab or an Uber. I, I just, I think there's a lot of potential positives there. And I love that it would go between the strip and downtown. They actually even show it going over to like Gold Coast. Going over to Gold Coast, going down to the Orleans. Like it's fucking every, going down right. to South Point. Like it's everywhere that they're talking about going. Which I just think opens, I mean, it, it kind of changes maybe the way people vacation versus, you know, a lot of times if you come down and you stay on the strip, you only do the strip because it can be a pain in the ass to get downtown. Yeah. Now this kind of opens up. I think what this could be as revolutionary be. as the monorail for Disney. Mm. Hmm. Astute. All right. I guess that's going to do it for the news. Let's get into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the show, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, both the bodies and Titanic experience have resumed operation at the Luxor. 
Titan, uh, sorry, Bodies has added a COVID exhibit as well. I thought that, Ooh. Yeah, to, what? Sh- to show you how it attacks the body. How COVID attacks the body. So they already have somebody that's died of COVID. They've preserved <laughs> them and cut them up to well, put them in this I exhibit? I don't know if they did that or, or, or if they didn't if they aren't showing on a body that they already have how it looks when COVID attacks, it's not actual COVID. I, I, I naturally assumed it was just going to be a video. But oh, I didn't no. even think of that. No, but it's bodies. My thought would it, it that be it's, it's a body. Yeah. They got to have parts and pieces for Ugh, you to look at. I don't know. Do you guys have any interest in going and seeing a bodies show? I do. I don't. Really? I don't. No. I, I didn't know that. I'm, now, I'm glad you told me because now I'll, I'll oh, just, just go. Yeah. Have a good time. Knock yourself out. Um, now that it's open. Yeah. It's one of those things that I just, because I'm sure it's so weird and freaky. It's like, I just, I got to see it once. I'm sure it, it's something that I'll be in there for like five minutes. Like, all right, I've had enough of this. <laughs> yeah. I just, it's not, I don't know. And it's not that I'm grossed out by it. I just, Okay. I don't need to see what's... I mean, sometimes it's, it's rough enough to just look at the outside of people, let alone wanting to dive into the inside of people. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, God. It'd be great if they left, like, the homeless guy's face just as is. Jesus. <laughs> so, and the rest of him has been stripped down. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ. All <laughs> <know>, right. <laughs> In an attempt to boost their cash flow, MGM Resorts is offering $500 million worth of senior notes due in 2028 per the RJ. This is the second time MGM has done this since the COVID hit. The first time was in April for $750 million. As of August 31st, MGM had roughly $3.6 billion in cash on the books. So the $500 million, if you already have $3.6 billion, that's like a, yeah. a drop in the bucket. I thought that yeah. too. I thought that too. But... Well, so here's the other thing. Rates right now are so cheap. Maybe it just that, makes sense to. Yeah, to if you can offer some it cash. and somebody's going to buy it. That's a good idea. You know, then you got the cash on hand and huh. a really low interest rate now. Granted, it's only an eight year note. So your, your window to have to pay it back is pretty short. But they've but, already got, you know, three billion in cash flow. So. Right. But then you kind of follow that question up with, and why are they bothering to do this? Because it's going to cost them. Does it help with their credit rating? <laughs> it's kind of a wash because, yeah, you get the cash in, but now you've got the liability. Mm, yeah. So it, it really doesn't do much unless they needed the cash. But now they're going to have, so, okay, you're, you get this cash. It's sitting on your balance sheet, but now you've got to make the interest payments usually twice a year or whatever it is. So mm. now they've got an additional liability going out the door. So it's just, I don't know, it seems kind of weird. They must be, they, They've got to have a reason... Like what they're going to do with the cash. They've got to have something in the works here before too long, I would think. Due to a decline in travel from Hawaii to Vegas, Boyd Gaming is laying off almost 300 workers from California and Main Street Station. I knew that, that is too bad. I knew they had a huge impact, but I didn't, I didn't realize like it was yeah. the massive imbalance. That, that apparently well, it yeah. is. Well, yeah. And, well, and you think about it, Hawaii is in a very similar position as Vegas is because a lot of Hawaii's industry is built around tourism. Right, And right. with the two-week quarantine that they've got in place, their, their tourism isn't done it's shit. It's a great point. It's a great point. So, I mean, they're hurting too. I think my biggest takeaway from this particular point was I was surprised just how much... Hawaiian tourists fund 
the California and Main Street Station right. such yeah. that that it, it results in a 300 worker um, layoff. It is 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 hard for me to wrap my head around. Right. Like I figured they were a a nice chunk of the money that came into the California and Main Street Station. But, I mean, but that's to, really that's really putting all your eggs all, yeah. almost in one basket. Well, they found a niche. Yeah. And up until this point, it's been a good it niche. Them, yeah. It's worked really well for them. I it, mean, fair point, Karen. I don't I don't disagree with that, except it's it seems hard to believe that that's coming from one state. Like that'd be like saying and I, this is a terrible example, but that's like saying that the D and Golden Gate have made their their name thanks to the good people of, of Michigan, Missouri. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like you, bringing all his peeps out from Michigan to hang yeah, out. East, yeah. East yeah. Yeah. That's, that's probably actually a, a much better hypothetical than mine. Cause there's a, <laughs> that connection. Wow. Well done, Karen. All right. Wait, that, make, I'm two I, for two this week. You are, you are knocking it all the ballpark. Stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> South point had a small fire extinguished this week that was originating in a vacant guest room. The cause of that is still uh, under investigation. And apparently it was a vacant floor. Like the whole floor? The whole floor was vacant. I, I thought I saw that someplace, which really makes you wonder, what the hell, what the hell started the fire? <laughs> right. I assume it was the homeless guy with the gun. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> He'd set up his own little encampment up there, and that's, exactly. why, that's why he started brandishing the gun. He was mad that they you know, put out his fire. That right, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. October 22nd marks the beginning of the stripped shows returning to production with X Country at Harrah's, followed by others like Absinthe at Caesar's Palace returning October 28th and Piff the Dragon at Flamingo returning October 29th. You want to see any of those? I actually kind of want to see Absinthe now, now that I know that they won't be all up on you or doing anything like that. We should do that, like, yes. That's a brilliant time to go see Absinthe. Like, right. anything that I was concerned about, I'm like, <laughs> you have to stay six feet away from me. Yeah, don't come <laughs> near me, motherfuckers. <laughs> and the funny thing is, I I kind of feel like I want to see Piff. I've heard really? so many good things about him. I feel like I need to just get off my ass and check him out on YouTube and see see what his thing is about. Because I've never seen any of the... I don't, I don't watch... I, I haven't either. I just, I've heard a lot of people talk about him and said, you know, that he, he really is, he's funny and he's a That's good That's what I mean. I'm sure some of his acts is available on YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure. Our dear friends, um, Josh and Roger absolutely love the guy. Really? It, yeah. They're posting all the time pictures with him. <laughs> I, I think they've seen him two or three times. Wow. Huh. All right. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I would. I I only know him from when he was on America's Got Talent, and I thought he was just hilarious then. So I, I'm sure, I'm sure you would not regret at all uh, taking the time to I, go I see him. I don't think I, I realized sure he was know. on America's Got Talent. Interesting. I think that's where he made his name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty certain. A man was injured in a shooting Saturday night at the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood. Police say that they are making progress to address the recent spike in crime with the goal of pulling guns off the street. Now, unlike some of the other acts of violence that have happened, from my understanding, this one was justified. And I mean that because apparently two guys were trying to buy gun, uh, drugs from a third oh, guy. They gave the guy the money for the drugs. Shops, huh? As well as right outside. It, it's like that blank wall. As you're walking up the street, there's like this white wall where there's nothing there. There's like a big pillar in front and stuff. So it's not like it's right in front of the shops. But apparently they, they gave the guy the money for the drugs, and the guy refused to give them the drugs. 
or give them their money back. So they got mad and pulled out a gun and shot him. So that to me kind of seems like, well, seems if you like gave a, him money. Seems like a, like a typical transaction in, in one of those scenarios. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I just, I, I just thought that was interesting. It's like this one out of everything else that, that's happened. Right. This one. Just to be been, fair. Might have been justified. <laughs> I mean, I'd probably be mad too if I gave somebody my money and I got nothing in return. Right. So. What is this world coming to when a drug dealer welches on his sale? I know, I mean, right? Come on, this is, I, I expect more. There, I expect are certain, more. there are certain pillars that we hang our hats That's on. Right. <laughs> if I give you money for the drugs, you're going to give me the right. drugs. That's you kind of how this works. Me for it, you're right? going to shatter the entire uh, fabric of reality. <laughs> this is how you besmirch the, the reputation of good drug dealers. And this is this is how society's downfall begins That's when you right. can't even trust your drug dealer. Right on the. <laughs> Planet Hollywood has awarded over a quarter of a billion, and that's with a B. They've awarded over a quarter of a billion dollars in jackpots since reopening on October 8th. <laughs> and Caesars is that now is going, eight days. fuck, why did we reopen that? Right, exactly. <laughs> eight days. <laughs> that's insane. That's- that is insane. Yeah, including including of um, one of the wins was I think it was a pie gal uh, where, oh, where somebody yeah, has yeah. to get five aces. Well, it's basically four aces and a joker. Right. And, and if they do, they end up getting something like $180,000 or some shit like that. But that was one of the big ones. Wow. Wow. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Scott Minky, part of the executive team that worked with Bill Bennett to bring us Excalibur and Luxor passed away this week. Minky was only 55. So I put pen to paper. Well, I had to go to the Googles first. (laughs) Excalibur came to us in the year 1990, which was 30 years ago. If he is, if he died at 55, 30 years ago, he would have been 25 years old when he was involved with the executive team bringing Excalibur. What the fuck have I been doing with my life? (laughs) (laughs) That's, that would be a question. <laughs> I didn't even mean that to be funny. I was just trying to figure out a way to wrap up that part of the conversation. I'm sorry, Tony. All right. Starting at the end of October, Caesars Entertainment Properties will start charging. Now, now I'm going to bring the party down. We'll start par- we'll start charging for parking again, but we'll donate the proceeds to charity now. As if where that money was going was the issue when they were initially charging. Uh, locals. Guests staying at the property and Platinum Caesars reward members will remain free. See, and, and I, I am not bothered by this as much as you are. The fact that oh, locals can get in, uh, and the I'm fact not. that whatever money they are bringing in goes to charity. I just thought I'm that like, it okay. was. I, I thought that it was. It was a silly thing to add. Like, like that was. That was. The big I deal. think they're trying to cover their ass because if it, if the headline is just, hey, we're making you pay for parking again, like angry backlash galore. Yeah. But. And again, this is part of Caesar's measures to try to curb some of the craziness that's been happening. You know, I I think it's a I think it's a great idea. It's like, yeah, you can park here, but you have to be staying here. You've got to have status with us, or you have to be a local. I, I mean, I think it makes sense why they made a big deal about it. And I I would say I would be okay paying parking that goes to charity, but we're local, so we won't have to. Nice. <laughs> you could always donate to charity if you really wanted to. Exactly. Right? 
by the way, in case people are wondering, folks at home, uh, my Vegas name is Charity when I'm out there. So (laughs) (laughs) the official Star Trek convention originally postponed back in August for dates in December has officially been canceled for 2020. The convention expects to return in 2021. You know, it surprises me that, uh, and granted, I have not been to whatever the Hilton is currently now called. Oh, uh, uh, Westgate. Westgate, yeah, yeah. I have not been there in maybe maybe a decade, quite frankly. But I remember when I went there, it was still all decked out in their Star Trek motif area, which was right, where they would right. hold the Star Trek convention. Yeah. Do we know where it's where it, where it gets held? Are they holding it back? I, I guess I didn't really know where I was going with the story. I, 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 I made know. some assumptions. I know it. I know it story. had been. <laughs> I know it had been in Rio for a couple years. Okay. I, I don't. I don't okay. know if that's where they were planning. Because I think the it. the Star Trek exhibit thing at Westgate pull, got pulled out a couple years ago. Well, yeah, it got pulled out while it was still a Hilton. That was the beginning okay. of the end for uh, yeah. for the Hilton. Well, so was, there's no thing. other no other reason to go down there. All right. <laughs> Unless you're going to a convention. Right, right. Yeah. The brilliant show at the Neon Museum has returned to regular performances after an indefinite closure to address technical issues. I should have just rolled this into the one that I did before. Vital Vegas reports that free parking at Planet Hollywood and the Miracle Mile shops will be gone in 2021. They've already licensed out to vendors, too. Now that's disappointing. Yeah, that is a bummer. I mean, it won't impact us again, but still... It was decided that, oh, God. So I've got a sports ball one that goes on forever. <laughs> oh, I struggled to even read through it. And then the worst part is I screwed it up and Mark knows what I'm talking about. But I'll, I'll read it as, as, as the because it's proper. I just I'm an idiot. I try to find some way to make it a little bit more interesting. But let me get on with it. It was decided that Vegas. Uh, it was decided that Vegas's first NFL Pro Bowl will be pushed back from the year 2021 to the year 2022. Now, speculation is that the city's first Super Bowl will be pushed up from 2025, making it a year sooner, 2024, thanks to a request from New Orleans to delay when they host their own Super Bowl because they didn't want it to conflict with Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras 2024, to be specific. Yes, Mardi Mardi Gras 2024, exactly. I don't know what possessed me to even... I literally never do any research on the script that Mark gets. <laughs> and, and then you researched a sports ball one? Yeah. Uh, right? Like I like I, maybe it was my way of trying to make it a little bit more interesting to me if I could if I could relate to it in some level, right? Well, and so, he wasn't even completely off base. Like he his he came at it oh shit, I forgot my point. I was coming at it, looking at it for the New Orleans standpoint, yes. not the Vegas standpoint. Yes, that's, oh, that's okay. what it was. So, he, so like, it, like, it made sense what he was talking about, you know, but it was like, oh, no, 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 you've got to understand this is what it means. Right. Okay. Yeah, I so, mean, it, it's... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Tony. Oh, I was just going to say, in case anybody's wondering, Mardi Gras falls on February 13th in 2024 and falls on March 4th in 2025. Now, the Super Bowl will be held... February 4th of 2024 and February 9th of 2025. There you go. That was, at least I found some way (laughs) (laughs) with my research. Yeah, I mean, it it is a bummer to not have the Pro Bowl here this year. Well, they just canceled it. Yeah, they did. I mean, they canceled it with everything. I mean, the the NFL knock on wood so far 
has seemed to, to manage to host a pretty decent season. Vegas is except is, for the last couple of weeks with some games getting pushed back yeah, and rescheduled. I mean, basically, Vegas is going to get everything that they wanted. It's going to get the shower of love for the new stadium. It's going to get all it these will. things. Just not any not right. this year. Not not well. The damn COVID has everything screwed up. Right. At Milts Vegas reports that Virgin Hotels will have a resort fee. However, no word on what amount it will be. Pets are allowed, though, for free. And this is a big departure because, like, one of... I thought one of Virgin's, like, claims to fame is, like, no hidden fees ever. Like, they, I don't know, they're not known... like something Virgin would do. Yeah, they're not known for nickeling and diming you. I mean, you might pay more for the Virgin experience, but it, you know what you're paying. Right. So it's really disappointing that they're, you know, going to jump on the resorts fee bandwagon. Right. It was announced that Vegas will host the NCAA. What? Is it? Yeah, I, I, remember, I remember this one we had to fix. Yeah. It was announced that Vegas will host a men's regional NCAA tournament in 2023. This is the first time that the men's NCAA tournament has been held in Vegas. And there's another one. <laughs> I, I, another one what? Another big sporting event situation coming to Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is getting all these major things. Like, it's going to have a Final Four soon. It'll it'll have yeah. Super Bowls and Pro Bowls, and it's going to have all sorts of... I still like the idea of the Pro Bowls just moving here permanently instead of Hawaii, but we'll see if that happens. Yeah, we'll see. Cosmopolitan's rooftop ice skating rink is returning Wednesday, November 18th for the holiday season. Additionally, Mondays and Tuesdays will feature holiday movies. There's really not a whole lot to add. (laughs) Well, then, I guess that's going to do it for news and prop bets, and that's going to do it for episode number 344. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories for today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on. We do that over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegastony. Karen. I am at 360vegascaren. We just told you where you can find me, so until next time.